Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include an update from the Western Secondary, quick primer on title insurance, and why rates are moving on no news. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, PHH Mortgage. For over 30 years, PHH Mortgage has provided industry-leading mortgage services and helped countless home buyers and homeowners find financing solutions to meet their needs. The reputation is based on building and maintaining relationships that last long after you get the keys to your home or complete your refinance. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance your current mortgage, PHH Mortgage offers a wide variety of loan options, including conventional, VA, and FHA. Learn more at phhmortgage.com. Phantom Planet sang, California, here we come. Right back where we started from. <laughs> Many here at the Western Secondary have spent their entire career in California, which makes sense given that over the decades, 20 to 25% of the nation's home loans come from here. Overheard in the hallway yesterday, quote, I've been in this business so long, I remember when the big sleeping area in the house was called a master bedroom and not a primary sanctuary. That aside, there are more serious topics about staying afloat, and further staffing and overhead reductions are coming. Remember that from 2021 to 2023, the number of units, not the volume, is down about two-thirds. How about your staff? Loans have gotten harder to do, interest rates are higher, Short contract times, affordability, quality standards, borrowers' variable income, LOs not doing their homework submitting files, borrowers having multiple jobs or quitting before the loan funds. The list goes on. The concept of an alternative to title insurance is relatively new and, thanks to Alta's most recent comments, seems to be the source of some confusion in the market. It's not surprising, as Alta, or the American Land Title Association, has been extremely vocal in advocating against the use of any alternative title product. After all, they exist to support the title insurance industry. There are certain alternatives to title insurance, such as the Insured Attorney Opinion Letter, or AOL, that have been deemed acceptable by Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, the VA, as well as certain private investors. In contrast, title waivers, which have come up in the context of a rumored pilot program that would waive the need for any title protection at all on certain loans, have not been formally announced or approved by any agency. Fannie Mae is not pursuing an initiative that was never formally announced in the first place. Proponents of title insurance have been quick to cite perceived risks associated with attorney opinion letters, including the risk that coverage may not extend beyond the initial lender or that coverage may terminate if the attorney goes out of business. Others have pointed to the limitations inherent on attorney malpractice insurance, including the need to prove negligence or file suit against the attorney, and the lack of a duty to defend on the part of the insurer. Anyone who has done their research will tell you that these are real risks posed by traditional attorney opinion letters. What they will or should also tell you is that these risks have been solved for by the insured AOL title alternative offered today. To be clear, not all title alternatives or even AOLs are created equal. Several months ago, a lender announced its own AOL program, which provides self-insurance for the lender in lieu of lender's coverage and suggest to the borrower that they obtain their own coverage elsewhere. While this may be a valuable alternative for the lender, it's not very helpful to the borrower. To be a viable, valuable alternative to title insurance, an AOL must protect the lender and the borrower from risk, at a cost that is actually commensurate with that risk. 
That's the only way to create meaningful change for the benefit of the consumer in the industry. In an industry that hasn't seen meaningful change in 150 years, that's real progress. Recently, we saw the Fitch downgrade of the U.S. debt and Moody's ratings cuts of banks. Now S&P has downgraded five regional U.S. banks due to tough operating conditions, including Comerica and KeyCorp. S&P echoed concerns over higher for longer interest rates and asset quality risks, especially for lenders with material exposure to office loans. However, their outlooks were revised as stable, reflecting improved stability and relatively good funding metrics. A Fitch analyst recently warned that U.S. banks could see more downgrades if the operating environment weakens further. The final days of August means the summer lulls hit full swing. This week will be dominated by talk of the Jackson Hole Summit, which, due to the long time span between the July and September FOMC meetings, has investors looking for clues over the Federal Reserve's hawkishness. There is some talk that Fed Chair Powell will focus his Friday speech more on dissuading investors from pricing and rate cuts next year than signaling further increases this year. Two front-of-mind topics will probably be China's collapsing real estate bubble and the surprising strength of the U.S. economy. The 10-year bond yield has risen almost 40 basis points since the end of July, and as markets search for direction ahead of Fed Chair Powell's speech, U.S. Treasuries began the week with losses across the curve, hitting fresh 2023 highs. Today's economic calendar is underway with Philly Fed August non-manufacturing and later, after this podcast goes out, existing home sales, Richmond Fed manufacturing and services indexes for August, and remarks from Richmond Fed President Barkin, Chicago's Goolsby, and Board Governor Bowman. We begin the day with Asian CMBS prices slightly better, the 10-year yielding 4.31 after closing yesterday at 4.34%, and the 2-year up at 4.98%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. We had someone write in yesterday that the McDonald's joke we did in our commentary reminds him of the person at the airport waiting in line to check their luggage. The person in front of them in line was incredibly rude and abusive to the agent behind the counter. The agent remained completely composed and polite. When the abusive person was finished and had left the counter, our friend commented to the agent that he could not believe how tolerant she was. It's easy, said the agent. He's going to Houston and his bags are going to Honolulu. (laughs) thanks to today's podcast sponsor phh mortgage for over 30 years phh mortgage has provided industry-leading mortgage services and helped countless home buyers and homeowners find financing solutions to meet their needs if you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.